Got a mechanical 12 valve on. He's ramping up for the 60 pull right now. All right, thank you for joining us again for Diesel Performance Podcast, broadcasting from Diesel Power Challenge 2018. I am here with KJ. How the hell are you? I'm doing well. I'm, I'm maintaining. This is steady state. You got to maintain a steady state with this, Paul. You can't can't shoot it all at once, man, because it's a long week. <laughs> it is a marathon. Yes, There's no is. question there. Absolutely. Uh, KJ, I was just talking to you a little bit about this being my first time at the event and actually seeing what today's fuel consumption test is. And I think the old days when they like drove on the road and mm -hmm. like taped off the tanks and then mm -hmm. measured it all at the pump, that was a lot fucking easier. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it was, you know, looking back, it was a lot simpler, but in the big picture, it wasn't as efficient of what we, as what we've adopted in the last three years. Uh, this is the third, third year of what we're doing now. And you're referring to the dyno program. Yeah. Um, I guess about four years ago, or go back, yeah, go, four years ago when I started with Diesel Power Challenge, uh, we did have a locking gas cap program, and it all, it all originates from, let me, let me give you history, it originates from the road test that they used to have through the beautiful hills of Colorado that were just magnificent, and it was all kinds of fun and games. There was, there was trickery going on during that test. Right. Um, you know, guys shut an engine off and coast down a hill and, and other type of things. And, you know, that's not safe, first of all. Um, but the other side of it is one of our, um, one of our supporters, one of our, our, our main supporters was concerned about the trucks being on the highway, going through Colorado and blazing with signage for various companies and Diesel Power Magazine and the growing concern about the environment being what it was. Sure. They asked, is there some way that we can make this still competitive but different and not have that type of presence while we're here you know not draw attention to to ourselves in a negative way well i think you guys nailed it because you took this this segment of the competition from a fluff piece i mean let, let's be uh, driving around the beautiful hills yeah. of colorado not very competitive and like you said a lot of tomfoolery a lot of trickery shutting engines off living on nitrous exactly. for half the thing and all, all these sort of things and then you actually built this test and we talked about this you yep. when you first came on the show you yep. described this test to me and i, I had such a hard time i could visualizing see your, eyes, it. your eyes glazing over through the podcast it was literally it was so <laughs> so hard to understand about keep this line in the ball right, and, and right, you, gotta, right, you gotta match right. these two things okay it, it's a simulation of driving of Absolutely. real world driving yes sir where they pull it up to about 60 miles an hour going up a six percent grade that's the grade yeah that's the grade you gotta, you gotta get up the grade that's tough it doesn't sound like a lot but when you drive up a six percent grade <laughs> at 60 miles an hour that's tough on a truck yes it is especially these trucks that Absolutely. are that are built for a thousand around a thousand horsepower about everybody here is shooting that number um some of these guys single chargers yep can't, big can't singles, keep it from locking the converter. Big singles with the converter, and then when you got you know compounds on it, and you got big compounds. Big compounds trying to get them to light, <laughs> you, and you're, you got to do 30. You got to coast for a little bit. Yeah. You, you go through all of these different segments, and I've been talking to the other competitors. I was telling them, I think we have finally found something to do with a diesel truck that's tougher on the truck than sled pulling. Thank you. I this, appreciate this that. Is I take that as a compliment. Trucks, man. This is it is, and this is where we're seeing guys. Maybe not flop out of the competition, nope. but I think we got three guys to neutral out today that are, and cut the time early. That DNF. I, uh, look at the DNFs, though. That's, you know, uh, personally speaking, uh, not, a, not necessarily officially speaking, but personally speaking, I think that's a wise choice. Take the Agreed. DNF. If, don't sacrifice your truck or damaging your truck, extensive damage, for the sake of this segment of the competition. It's a long week. It's the you first day. You want to finish the week, and this is actually, yes. it's the second day. It's the first day second of competition. Day, right. But it is the first day of competition, but the second day of Diesel Power Challenge, and we go five days. Right. So you want to finish this deal, and it makes zero sense 
for you to, in an effort to score 100 points or, you know, nail this thing, burn your truck up. And this, with the heat, you know, the heat is the big concern. It is. With the heat that this test generates, it is absolutely not worth it to do that. However, it is also not worth it to not get on and, and try. Yeah, you, you got to do something. Exactly. Right? Yeah, do not so, start garners you zero points. And I was just going to ask about this. So a DNS, as in zero, zero points. is a do not start, a Correct. do not finish is a DNF. It's a DNF. And what we do with a DNF and with the, the, the guys that finish with DNFs is they roll into last place points. All of them, whoever DNFs, it's not any type of a positioning thing. Points are awarded for DNF and they're considered last place points. Copy. Okay, so if there was nine people that started the competition and three people DNF'd, you would get five guys with points and all the DNFs get the same amount, the same of, points. amount of points. Yes, so it sir. doesn't matter how far you made it through. If you didn't finish, you didn't finish. Correct. So you might as well not kill your truck and stretch out that amount of time that you're in these high in this, in this are hitting 240, 260. Oh, out sure. Here. So watch your gauges. But in the same breath, you know, it is a competition and give it your best shot. Oh, you got to try. You know, give, it your, give it your best shot by all means. But Again, this is a personal opinion. You know, it's really up to the driver. And I, I left that message with them before we started our driver's meeting. It is up to you to watch your gauges, to listen to your truck, smell your truck in a lot of cases, yeah. you know. And if you are uncomfortable with what's going on, bail out. You know? That's it, you're, you know, you're not punk or anything like that. Just keep on so we'll see you tomorrow. And, and tomorrow, day three of Diesel Power Challenge, of course, is when we get on the pump for real. You know, right. we see what... I mean, there was a lot of horsepower listed in these, these stats that I looked at, and people that are, um, you know, that are fans of Diesel Power Challenge voted for the trucks based on their performance, their advertised performance, so it's time to show and prove. So have the truck ready for tomorrow, and, and in a sense, don't risk it. But in the same breath, Paul, in the same breath, we've had trucks that have gone through this thing with no problem. So. We have, and that, okay, I also <laughs> want to describe here, the, the challenge is not just how grueling the test is on the truck. The challenge is also the driver. Absolutely. And being able to keep Focus. that notch there. There are some of these guys Focus. where their, their trans setup and their turbo setups don't really allow for this type of driving. So they're now pedaling. I got guys using both feet on the pedals. Yep. I got guys who are trying to manual shift yep. an automatic. And, yep. And, and God forbid you're a G56 out here. We're still... Well, G56 is on deck. He's coming uh, soon. He's coming up. And he's that's, coming soon. That's what we're going to see. Is, is that an advantage, a disadvantage? I don't know. Yep. I don't know. It will, it, again, I think it'll come down to what's your strategy driving well, this. Absolutely. And when we talked before about Diesel Power Challenge, and one of the messages I always communicated, it is, it's a strategic test. It's a, it's a test of, um, of truck, of course, of driver, of team, and overall strategy. You know, coming in here tomorrow... And lighten things up and putting your thousand up and your two thousand pounds of torque and all that. That's a beautiful thing. It, it is. is an absolutely wonderful, gets me pumped up, goosebump thing. But it does not win Diesel Power Challenge no. necessarily. It just no. doesn't. It doesn't mean you're going to walk out of here with the first place trophy. You have to use strategy across the board. And to your point, guys were figuring that out on this thing and they went through it. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, pretty impressed. I know we had a couple of real, real smooth performances, a couple of really tough ones. Mm -hmm. uh, no, no total heartbreaks. Nobody's no. going sent home. I do see somebody doing some fab work already. Oh yeah, there's some, there's which some is great, work, which is part of this event. You know, I, uh, my my catchphrase, if I can, my catchphrase about this is the challenge starts when you say yes, I'll come. 
this is true. I have heard you say that like a that, hundred times. A hundred times. You know, if I, if I had a dollar, right? If I had a dollar. Well, but really, the challenge does start when you accept the invitation to come to this. That's when the challenge starts. It's really not when you get here to Denver and start executing some of these. No, you know, yeah. These well, that would assume your truck was all the way together Correct. when people voted on it. Exactly. Right? No, but it, it's been amazing to see these guys come together. I also want to say um, the attitude here. Like, I, I do see a lot of diesel events where there's camaraderie among mm-hmm. the competitors. But this is like... These guys don't seem like they're competing with each other. These guys seem like they're all here to have fun. Diesel and they guys, all want to do good. And like, they're all talking with each other. Yep. They're all hanging out with each other. It's not that usual, like, yeah, we'll be polite and shake hands nah. when we have to. Like, no, they're like, guys are actually friends here that have never met before or never done anything sure. together before. It's, it's a very different atmosphere than any other event I've we, been to. We, that's, that's done on purpose. That's intentional. Uh, that's what I want. As editor of Diesel Power, and I guess, you know, the guy that's kind of running this setup, that's what I want. It's not, it's competitive, yes, but it is not bloodthirsty cutthroat no. where, hey, you know, can I borrow 916's rent? No, get out of here. There's no fucking <laughs> way. That's, that's not what we're about. Um, you know, it's, it's a check your ego, come and participate, play tough, play hard. But at the end of the day, what I want to do and what I've been trying to do since I've taken this over, <clears throat> excuse me, is foster like a fraternity, foster a brotherhood among diesel enthusiasts, diesel guys, hardcore, you know what I'm saying? And they're guys who, you know, some have support of some, uh, some shops, you know, famous shops and, and known brand shops. Some guys are in their driveway. A couple of buddies just getting it done in the garage, man. And I, and I mean, as a guy who started, you know, not necessarily in diesel, but just in performance that way, that was me. Right. You know what I'm saying? And I dig that so much. And that's what a lot of our, our core readers are, um, the people that watch us now, you know, through the social media and our video stuff. That's what we're about. The guy that's that's not, in a sense, big bucks. Sure, there's expense being made, but the expense is being made strategically. You know, where can I get this part for X dollar versus, you know, I don't have a big budget, so how can I make what I want the most efficient, budget-minded way? Hobbyists, enthusiasts, exactly. guys who are doing this for just for the that's passion. What, I don't know how here. many guys They're I've doing got it to for talk a trophy, to. Dude. That's it. They're that's doing it, it for a trophy. There's no 50 racks on the line or anything like that. I feel like it, they didn't know that they could buy the trophy. <laughs> <laughs> No, no this cool. is they. They want to earn it. They want to. They want to feel it. Um, it, it. It's been very impressive. Thank you. I appreciate that. And I'm very glad you're here because you know, as we talked, I've listened to the podcast. I'm a fan of the podcast, and I, I've listened to some of the things that you've you've said. Sure. And and, and honestly, I've cringed a little bit because I'm like, <laughs> no, 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 that's not it. That's not it. And you've given me opportunity to come on the podcast and explain it. And any time that I have that opportunity, I want to keep explaining it so people finally get it, that we are Diesel Power Challenge. The, the, the challenge or, the, or power has been the wild card. Wild card word meaning, oh, Diesel Power Challenge, so dyno and drag strip. Right. You know, that, that's your power. The, the wild card word is challenge. That, and that's that, it. That's really what this is shaping up to yep. be, where, where this is an actual all-around challenge. Yep. And it's not done, like you said, with, with unlimited resources. Everybody here... This is here for passion. Yep. You know, this is here to to really do something just cool. Absolutely, because I'm passion, dude. That's where I'm from, man. <laughs> uh, that's, that's absolutely where I'm from, and I'm glad you perceive that, and I appreciate you being here to help communicate that because that just helps Diesel Power Challenge become better and better and better every year. That's what I want. That's purely what I want. Absolutely. Well, you guys are killing it, and you know what? We're going to kick it over to some of the competitors to tell us how it went today uh, going through the fuel consumption test. Our very first competitor is off the rollers. Uh, Cody, how the hell are you? I'm doing great. I'd say it was nerve-wracking watching the testing and didn't know how I'd do with the throttle and how the truck would do, but truck did good. Throttle response was good. 
Um, got a little warm, i say, at one point the engine coolant temp was clear up into 220 and trans got up to 215 and so I, it kind of cooled back down after a little bit when I got down to a lower speed but I think I did well I only got one one mark knocked off so we're hoping hope that does it but <laughs> first one of the day it's always yeah. really hard yeah. to tell what's the rest of the pack gonna do right yeah it's hard to tell what everyone else is gonna do I say it's definitely tricky to figure out and make sure um, that it just stays in line the ship points that it spikes it and everything so it's kind of hard to see what it's gonna do so well my guess here at the competition is that you have the most dyno experience out of anybody so yeah. working <laughs> Northwest dyno circuit we saw you at UCC working the dyno for the UCC you have some experience around these do you think that played to your advantage through this event um, I think a little bit because I'm always on the rollers and dyno and trucks at our shop or like I've dynoed that truck quite a bit of times. So I know when the rollers are, I know where my like my shifts are to let trying to let off a little bit okay. so, and everything. So I think it gave me a little bit because I'm always on the rollers and always playing with the dyno. So I think it helped me a little bit. So what was your strategy throughout? I, I heard you mentioning something about using two feet. Uh, yeah, definitely a strategy after I started going, I got to, I got that one nick, I kind of figured out using both feet. So if I can keep on the gas a little bit and brake at the same time to try to keep it from falling too fast or going up too fast, I can brake it before it like, takes off. So Awesome. Well, I'm really excited for it, man. It, it looked like you killed it. Everybody out there kind of seemed to be really impressed with uh, the event. How long is the run there? How long are you actually on the rollers for um, through this? You're on the rollers for 20 minutes. It definitely feels like a long time, and it definitely is like kind of you're staring at a screen the whole time and then checking in at your engine cooling temps and stuff like that. So it's definitely your eyes get a little tired from just looking at a screen and sitting there for you know, 20 minutes. So <laughs> Good stuff, man. Well, go take some rest now, and uh, great job. Sweet. Thank you. No problem. All right. Coming over to Shane Merriman's truck. We just got off uh, fuel mileage, consumption, fuel consumption. Circling around. I got a feeling the truck is cooling off here. Uh, we got a whole group of guys. I'd say there's, oh, 10, 15 guys piled around the engine bay right now. So I'd assume his crew and another crew all kind of looking at the truck, trying to get some ideas of what's going on. Uh, as I work my way in here, we're going to try to eavesdrop a little bit. Hey, sorry, squeezing in here, guys. Just trying to, just trying to drop in a little bit. I know uh sounded like we had a couple of issues, or at least there was something of concern to uh, pause things. Yeah, you know what? I mean, the challenge, it, it looked difficult, and, uh, and my truck proved it. it it's going to be a struggle for a lot of people. I mean, the, it is what it is, high altitude. The fan wasn't really blowing a whole lot. And it has a manual valve body, so you know I'm, I'm stuck in a gear unless I shift up or down. And I was lugging it down, and I knew the EGTs were getting a little bit hot, and the temperature was climbing. And I was just trying to follow the graph, and uh, she got hot. So, how how hot were you seeing on the EGTs? Well, the EGTs wasn't my main concern. I, I looked, glanced at it, and then I glanced at my temperature, which was a 240, and uh, it was climbing a little bit. So at that point, I mean the bay was blacked out. I wasn't even paying attention to graph anymore. I shut it down and she started puking. So, gotcha. Uh, do, are we seeing coolant push? Is that what you're saying? It started puking. Well, I think what happened is that it just overpowered the radiator cap, and then it blew out the uh, overflow. So, I mean, nothing else concerns me as far as any kind of gasket issues or block or freeze plug issues. So, okay. I think we're gonna 
maybe pull a thermostat and take a look at some cooling options and get back at it. Gotcha. So are you going to be able to get back on the dyno to finish the test? Uh, no, I'm, I'm, that's it for me for the test. That's the run for the test. Okay. Okay, coming up on Andrew Morrison. Andrew! How's it going? Good, man. Good. How are you? Good, good. Started off, started off really well, actually. Um, was staying in the lines. Everything was going good. Truck was actually spooling and keeping up with it. Um, braking when it was supposed to. Temperature started off at 140 on it, and then it started climbing. Got to operating temperatures about 190. And then uh, once it hit the stretch about 60 mile an hour, clicked overdrive on the dyno and she raised up to about 200. And I said, I'll give it a little bit more before I let out of it. And then it got to about 210 and I figured, you know, it wasn't worth hurting it on the first day. So we just popped it in neutral and let it coast back down to cool off. You were on there, what, about 10 minutes? Yeah, yeah, I believe about 10 minutes. Uh, we hope to get a little bit longer than that. But like I said, it's, it's not worth hurting it on the first day. Strategy for tomorrow is Keep it cool, number one. <laughs> and then uh, number two, let's see what kind of numbers we can make on the dyno. We get 30 minutes for uh, three pulls, so I expect to make my first big number on the first pull. If I could hit somewhere between the over 1,000, I'd, I'd be happy with. I'd be confident with that. Um, pushing for it to go up above 1,000, but if I get to 1,000 and I don't feel like I want to make another pass, I might just stick with that. A lot of spray. Trans felt really good, uh, really good. Every gear shift was firm, um, no leakage. Transmission never got over 150. Uh, running cool, it was great, it was awesome. Well, thank you so much for uh, taking a second to talk to our listeners and we wish you the best of luck tomorrow. All right, thank you. Garrett Hossain, uh, 2010, 6.4 Ford. Awesome, okay, Garrett, how did it go today with the fuel consumption test? Went really well, actually, it was uh, a lot more brutal than I expected it to be. Uh, kind of watching the demo, it, it looked like it was going to be a pretty simple walkthrough, but it's a pretty good load and it's hard on the truck. Definitely hard. Yeah, uh, what I notice is a lot of guys uh, getting capped out here at that 60 mile an hour pull up this 6% grade. How'd that go for you? Not too bad. It was a little rough. Uh, the converter locked and I was trying not to let it just to kind of try and maintain RPM, not let it fall off. It's kind of tough to keep it in that window and keep EGTs down. So had a couple little misses right there, but other than that, it went really well. What were the highest EGTs that you saw on the, on the test? I think I only saw around 1100, 1150. So I'm, I'm actually really happy with that, but I wasn't sure going into the 60 mile an hour what we'd see, so. Yeah, that's like not even working. That's just cruising times, man. You're good. Yeah, not bad at all. Totally, I mean, a little higher than highway temps, but it's a tough, uh, it's a tough RPM range for my truck, so. Awesome. Uh, how did it feel trying to trying to work that balance? Did you end up having to do two two pedals, work both pedals at one time? Did you just a lot of on the gas quickly, off the off the throttle quickly? Uh, for me, I just one foot back and forth between the brake and the gas. Um, I actually had to stop a lot harder than I thought I'd have to. It didn't really with the load that it set at. I really thought it would coast down, so I was really playing the brake quite a bit. But uh, other than that, no, just standard driving techniques. <laughs> Okay. Okay. That's pretty interesting. Um, I love to see it out there. It was, it seemed smooth. I mean, you made it look easy. How did you handle keeping the arrows in the lines? Did you count how many DQs or whatever they're calling them there? How many misses you had? Uh, I wasn't keeping track. I, I know we had some right there at that 60 mile an hour trying to get, keep the converter from locking, but um, I just kind of stared at it for the whole run. You know, I just watched it and tried to keep it balanced and tried to keep, keep the truck cool. 
Awesome, man. Well, it looks like you did a great job. Good luck. Uh, what are your plans for going into tomorrow? Uh, we got a little maintenance to do tonight. We'll, uh, we got some, some changing around to do for the dyno tomorrow. Uh, we had a little valve train carnage this week, and we threw some stock parts in to get by the first day, and now we're going to throw the good stuff back in. Okay, so you're going to be wrenching on the truck tonight. Yes, sir. We'll be working on it tonight. Awesome. Well, good luck to you, man. We're rooting for you. Thank you very much. Um, Alan Burke, 2007 Chevy 2500 with a 6.6 Duramax. I'm from Geneva, Ohio. All right. You just got done with the fuel consumption test. It is a grueling test. So far, I mean, it's the first challenge we've done for the week, and I think this is going to be the hardest one, but I made it through it. I think I blacked out the whole shop, probably the best ever. Yeah, you can't see through <laughs> the entire shop. The entire bay, the dyno, and it, you can't see anywhere. Yeah, if anyone's been to ATS, they know how big it is. I don't think you can really see anywhere in here for right now. Yeah. So, and I've still got soot everywhere, up my nose, my mouth. It's still you hard to see, breathe. Yeah, your right. eyes are just covered in it, man. Uh, it's, it's probably like rough. I got punched in the eyes. Yeah, for sure. Um, okay, single S475. How did it perform? Uh, it struggled a little bit. We had some converter issues. We knew came in came into this event knowing it's not the right one. So, I don't think it's doing right either. So, I think we're pulling it out, swapping it out, putting a little bit better one in, help with the big hose guard and uh, injectors we got running. Hopefully get this 475 to light up a lot better and do some better let more passes and less smoke yeah when we get out this week okay okay how'd you do for heat on there what were your egts um, what were your coolant temps? egts don't have a gauge i'm running stock gauges right now i never got to get an edge or any monitors in I, so <laughs> i don't know how much egts were and i don't want to know don't care right coolant, we weren't going to stop based on those anyways yeah coolant was right at 210 i wasn't worried about that trans got up to 240 but we're not worried about it i mean we'll go check it out maybe when we get it apart tonight and see if anything's worth it but okay i think we're good to go all right, so, so converter change up for tomorrow. What what else uh, do you got in the plans to be ready for tomorrow? That's it. Everything's still strong. We're going to you know, check a few things probably, I'm sure, go from there. But converter's the only thing we plan on doing, just get through the rest of the event. So a lot less smoke. That's awesome, man. Well, I'm excited for you. You did great. It, it, was, it was a real tough task, but really impressed that you made it through. I did not think the single S475 with that stall converter was going to make it through this one, man. I thought you were going to temp out and take the dnf but but you stuck in there and uh it was impressive to see glad to see a duramax doing well thank you i appreciate it all right let's get started with your name uh i'm trey hutton and i'm from conrad montana and what truck uh 03 lb7 all right and then we did fuel consumption test how'd it go um went great uh takes a little bit to get used to it it's kind of touchy in the beginning you got to kind of get your brake and throttle in tune with each other but other than that, we had six penalties, which I didn't think was bad. I enjoyed it. I had fun. Um, we made it, kept engine under control, tranny temp under control. So we were there, and we didn't have any issues. So I'm happy about that. How was, how was the strategy of actually driving it? Was it just a lot of slam the throttle, slam the brake? Was it two-footed driving? What would um, you do? Ended up finding out, like me and Cody talked when he got out, is if you can ride both the brake and the throttle at the same time during the small increases, it seems to work the best. If you smash the throttle, it's just too too responsive to actually get anywhere with it. So, Gotcha. Okay. So six penalties. Did you watch everybody else? Do you know where, where that puts you in reference to the other guys? Uh, no, not at all. And I'm not really look. I'm not looking forward <laughs> right now. I'm just I'm here having a good time watching these guys and hoping everybody makes it through without any problems. So, Awesome, man. Well, congrats. What was the highest uh, EGT or coolant temps you did see while you were on there? Um, coolant temps were 208 at the max 60 pole, and then EGTs were never over 1,000. So. Oh, wow. Nice and cool. Yep. Okay, awesome, man. Well, great job. We'll talk to you again tomorrow. Okay, thank you very much. No problem.
We're over here at the fuel consumption test, winding down to the end of the day, second to last truck. Travis Richards has this mega cab with a G56 transmission. He's the only manual transmission in the competition and one of the only manual transmissions in recent history. So we know that there have been other ones in Diesel Power Challenge. He's the only one very recently. Um, believe this will be the first manual transmission truck to go through the fuel consumption test uh, that is built on the dyno. Uh, this test really has been extremely tough on the mechanical injection trucks, uh, but we're, I'm going to shut up and I'm going to actually try to get some sound bites here of this, uh, this manual transmission truck going through this test. I am here with Travis Richards. Yes, sir. And just got off the dyno with his Cummins, only G56 in the field. Turns out second G56 of all time in Diesel Power Challenge. Just had that confirmed. Um, Garrett, real quick, kick us off. Give me, you got the list of your sponsors up? Yes, sir. Let's do that first. Uh, definitely like to thank uh, Ziegler Diesel Performance, BD Diesel, uh, Slosh Fabrication, Hans Diesel. Uh, Impact Inc., Diesel Doctor, uh, Top Gun Diesel, Nate's Transfer Case, and uh, definitely Valer. And Valer, okay, good stuff. All right, uh, you just got off the fuel consumption test. It's day two of the challenge. It's day one of the competition. The truck did great, man, and there's been a ton of talk about a G56 doing this fuel consumption test and the amount of drivability. How did it feel? Uh, definitely tough to uh, Definitely tough to get adjusted to it. And I mean, you got to be quick with the, the shifting, because that that thing is no joke. Yeah. I mean, so all the way through the gears, then one to six. Uh, no, I actually ran second for quite a while. Uh, then you know, in the lower low ranges, I ran second, third, and then I had to hit fourth. Uh, fourth was kind of a, kind of a struggle because we were on top of the turbo. Okay. And I think just wanted to take off. Oh really? Yeah. I mean, I spiked the graph and. That was one of my penalties. <laughs> okay, okay. How'd you do with the penalties? Were you counting them? Did you just have one or two? Uh, I had a few, a couple, I think, four or five. Okay, so okay, I'll take gotcha. That. How did the truck do? Was, how high were your EGTs? Uh, EGTs were actually really well. Really? Uh, yeah, uh, engine temperature never went over 190, which is super impressive. Yeah, that's the lowest I've heard so far. That's yeah. awesome, man. <laughs> Definitely something I was worried about. Okay, and then um, obviously trans not getting hot or anything like that. Any other problems as you're starting to really wear on that truck? That 60 mile an hour, 6% grade, that's a tough one. Yeah, actually, uh, that's when I had to shift in the fourth. Oh, uh, really? Yeah, we filled the truck kind of walk on the dyno. And okay. Yeah, that was kind of sketchy because the whole thing started swaying. Yeah, so I was sitting right in front of the dyno, like as close as I could be to the dyno bay and trying to stick the microphone in there to record your truck. <laughs> and uh, every time you shifted, it, I thought the truck was going to lurch off the rollers. Right. I mean, that was the uh, that was the hardest part because, I mean, every time you, you shifted, you just wanted to go. Right. And it wasn't, I mean, as easy as I tried to even slip it. I mean, there's a couple of times I tried to ease into it, still stay in the graph, and there's no easing in. Just a couple of times I didn't even use the clutch. Oh my God. I just, 
slammed it and kept going. (laughs) (laughs) It performed great. The crowd cheered as you got off the dyno. Um, Everybody, I think, came over and said congratulations to you. Nobody thought that you'd be able to do it with a a manual shifter. But to be honest, I think it kind of gave you an advantage here. Yeah, definitely. uh, Definitely on the downgrades. I mean, as soon as you uh, let off the throttle, it just nicely starts to slow down. I mean, really? Yeah, I never had an issue at all on the downgrades. Okay, so you weren't having to like really step on the brakes much then? Not at all. Not at yeah. all. That's the, yeah. Also, you're the only one to say that so far. Yeah. Awesome. I mean, yep. Okay, uh, what did you think of doing this comp, of doing this test here today? If, I mean, a lot of people probably don't think it's too hard, but that thing is no joke. Like, <laughs> that, I ran 4,000 RPM for, I mean, what felt like an eternity. <laughs> so, so, I mean, yeah, it's definitely a, it's definitely a struggle. I mean, challenge, so. That's awesome, man. Well, you did great. It was very, very impressive. Best of luck to you tomorrow. Any, any plans for getting ready for tomorrow? Turn it up. <laughs> Turn it up. I love it. Well, all right, man. Good luck. Uh, my name is Zach Scholes. I'm from Bluffton, Ohio. I'm driving a 2004 Ford F-250 6-liter diesel. Awesome. And describe the outside of the truck for me. The, the truck is an extended cab long bed, um, lifted four-inch lifted pickup. Um, the body is all original. Uh, everything underneath the body is has been repainted um, from the uh, from the axles up to the top of the engine. Okay, perfect, man. No, no, it, it's a beautiful truck. Uh, the burgundy color? Yeah. It's a, I think Ford calls that a dark Torado red. Bullshit. No, I'm just playing. <laughs> <laughs> and then what, uh, what do you got for wheels and tires? Uh, we're running a set of 35-1250 Cooper Discover STT Pros uh, with a set of 22-by-12 Fuel FF12 forged wheels. Awesome. And then what do we got under the hood as far as uh, power goes? Uh, we're running a S488 over a 369 SXE. Uh, running everything through uh, piping made made by uh, Buffton Diesel Service in-house. We're running worn 33. 330 150 injectors uh, 03 style high pressure oil system we're running a MPD uh, oil cooler delete kit uh, custom basically oil to air cooling setup uh, Mishimoto intercooler Mishimoto radiator flex light fans uh, as far as internals everything was blueprinted balanced in-house uh, as far as, as the engine goes, aside from the physical machine work, everything else was done at our shopper in Bluffton. That's awesome, man. Okay, so real home build here. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Uh, what are your goals for this challenge? As far as the drivability goes, my goals are to not get it too hot. Um, we've seen a lot of guys struggle with temperatures on, the, on that long, on the long grade where they're running right around 55, 60 mile an hour. Uh, they're simulating a 6% grade, which a 6% grade in an altitude where we're at is not a big deal. But when, we, when we're up here in Denver with this altitude, it is a huge difference. Yeah. Um, as, long as, we can, as long as we can keep the temperatures manageable, I think we'll be okay as far as staying on top of everything. Okay, cool, man. Uh, any sponsors you want to give a shout-out to? I'd like to say thanks to uh, Amsoil for hooking us up. Uh, they sent us over everything we needed to uh, get the truck going, get it up here. We we had everything drained out of this truck 
a couple weeks ago when we were going through it. So, I mean, everything from their 5W40 full synthetic engine oil, their ATF 75140 synthetic gear oil, uh, it was huge help just to, uh, you know, alleviate some of that uh, cost, you know, when, when coming up to this sort of event. Gotcha. Awesome, man. Well, I definitely appreciate it. Uh, any words for the listeners? Any Anything you want to say to the people listening at home? Uh, make sure you guys watch us on uh, Facebook. Check out all the uh, podcasts and live feeds and whatnot throughout the week. And uh, try and keep up with how everybody else is doing. And uh, just watch the competition. Awesome. Thank you so much. Good luck. All right. Thanks, sir. All right. Cody Cook. And we just got done with fuel consumption testing. It is the first day of the competition. Cody, how'd it go? Well, it uh, was very hard to follow the lines. Um, hard, to, hard to get the turbos to stay spooled up uh, and stay within, within the lines. Okay, so, so in this test, you have to, there's a little arrow, and it points to where you need to be. So it basically tells you how fast you need to drive the truck. Right. Okay. Um, it, it was tough on you, man. We heard the, we heard the converter lock, and that kind of lugged you down there and had to really get after it on the throttle. Walk me through what happened there at that first big 60 pole. Um, I was trying to, I wasn't able to get the mile per hour, mile per hour, per hour out of third gear. I was hoping to stay in third and lower gears instead of it being in drive. Um, just I didn't have enough gear in third and I shifted up to drive and hit lock up and then it just bogged down. Yeah. Couldn't keep the turbos lit. Um, yeah, it was just rough. It was rough. Okay. Um, <laughs> at what point did you decide to call? Because we didn't make it the full 20 minutes, but that's okay because I saw you drive the truck off the dyno and not have to push it. Right. Um, we, had a, we had a target temp of like two, 2.30 on the engine coolant temp. Um, I took it up to 142, and I, I figured I might have a spot where I could get it to cool down a little bit, but just didn't work out that way gotcha so, so i'm sorry 242 it hit and, and two, two, four, 242 okay and 230 was really what you wanted to keep it under yeah okay how long did you sit over that over that 230 mark were you there for like uh, just a second or just a few minutes it was probably 30 seconds it's hard to tell when you're on there right because yeah, you're, you're mean, worried and yeah. you still got to watch the line it's I'm not like watching the line watching rpm trying to shift the truck um and filled the smoke cab and everything just hard to see it yeah. was blacked out all <laughs> of the ats the, the the shop bay the dyno bay everything was just pure black smoke through there yeah yeah it was pretty brutal in there all right but that's all right because you saved the truck and you got four more pieces of competition right right yep all truck's right, still in good shape so what's your do you got to work on anything now or is it just get prepped for tomorrow uh clean it up uh wire up the nitrous um that's it. Awesome, man. Well, so. good luck. We're excited to see you compete tomorrow. All right. Thanks. Thanks. All right. I am here with Zach Skulls. Uh, day two of the competition. We got the six liter power stroke. Uh, just finished up the fuel consumption test. Tell me about it. 
that test is not uh, not to be taken lightly. That was uh, that was pretty brutal. Uh, we actually we didn't quite we didn't quite finish the whole uh, test. We just we we're just running into issues with everything just getting too hot. Um, that was our main concern going into it was just fighting temperatures, making sure we could keep it cool, and we just couldn't couldn't quite keep a couldn't quite keep the temps down to where we felt comfortable to, to keep running. How hot did they get? Our oil only ever hit uh, 200 degrees just right at the very end. Otherwise, the oil stayed probably about 170 the whole time. Uh, it was our coolant that we were that we were really watching heavily. Uh, it just spiked over 240 here right there at the end, and that just it's for what the for what the drivability portion of it is uh, versus the rest of the competition. It's it's not worth it to try and melt something down or do any sort of major damage. You know, the the first day around. Awesome, man. Yeah, no, really good point. Okay, so you had a strategy to it. You had an idea of what you wanted to do. Uh, where do you go from here? Uh, well, tonight we've got a few adjustments to make. Um, I know that we are going to try and pull a trans, make a converter swap. Uh, we're just we're going to go back through and make sure that you know none of the heat affected anything else. Uh, just touch up a, co a couple little odds and ends, and then we'll be back here first thing in the morning ready to go for the dyno. Awesome, man. Well, sorry to see that it went this way. Glad to hear that you guys are in high spirits and still got good outlook. It doesn't sound like anything too detrimental is going on. So uh, best of luck to you. Hey, thank you. Well, there it is, guys. Day two of Diesel Power Challenge 2018. First of all, big shout out to Diesel Power Magazine for having us, the Diesel Performance Podcast, at the show. We genuinely really appreciate it. Uh, seeing is believing. Uh, I had mocked this uh, fuel consumption test. Who cares about fuel mileage on a truck? And that's not what these trucks are built for. And I had a lot of other things to say coming into this event. Uh, now that I've seen it in, in person, now that I've actually watched it happen, this test is it's torture on these trucks. The way that they've built this fuel consumption test, it really, it weighs heavy on, on this challenge. It is a big part of it. it. It's easy to knock out some of the older trucks. It definitely gives some advantage to some compound turbochargers. It really changes the dynamic of what setup is gonna be the most practical to score well in all five events. Big shout out to the guys on the dyno, uh, the whole crew that had to work on the dyno and run the dyno all day with these guys. Uh, the film crew and the all the media crew from Diesel Power uh, and Truck Trend, they were amazing. They were hardworking. The guys at ATS were phenomenal. Uh, it is the most impressive facility I've ever visited. Uh, if you ever have a chance to be out in Colorado, I would say it's worth stopping by. Uh, I was blown away by just everything that they have here. Uh, top notch from the competitors uh, today. These guys, they, they have a lot of camaraderie among each other. They really, they feel like they're kind of at this challenge together. They don't really see each other as enemies. They're, they're really banding together, uh, helping each other out in, in the pits and working on trucks and parts and things like that back and forth. A lot of advice going back and forth on and on and off the dyno. The last guy, you know, getting off, telling the next guy coming on kind of what was his strategy. Uh, people are really open and really sharing. Uh, so for day two uh, of the challenge to be done, it's going to be exciting tomorrow for the dyno competition for sure. For tonight, this has been Paul Wilson with the Diesel Performance Podcast. Thanks for listening.